Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Coach, thank you, driver, for so many years, drawn from your experience. If you were to talk to Alonzo, you know, in the same manner as a coach, what would you tell him to expect for your first time here coming from Colonial? I'm not going to tell him anything because he's still got time to hear this before the race. <laughs> No, it, to me, the main thing here, you know, early on is patience. You know, it's just, there's no substitute for laps around this place. You know, it's it's not that difficult a place to go out and run decent speeds. It's getting the last two, three, four percent that's the hard part. That's when it becomes difficult. And, uh, and, and that, you know, even that is, you know, you can pick up, say, a percent. It's not that much more difficult, but by the time you start trying to pick up that last one or two percent, it's very difficult. And that comes with seat time and, and just fine tuning your line, you know, getting comfortable with the feel of the car, what it's, you know, trying to listen to the car and what it's telling you that it wants to do. And, uh, and that's, just, that's just seat time, small steps. So patience usually is one of the first things I tell anybody that's new around here. Uh, go out and do what feels right to you. Always believe your ass. It doesn't lie to you, you know. I know I've questioned mine a lot of times and come to find out it wasn't lying. So, um, you know, those are a couple of the main things. But he's he's got, you know, he's he's a racer. I, you know, I would have been much more surprised if he didn't do it. Uh, absolutely. I mean, because he comes from an open-wheel background, which, you know, I've always kind of difference in cars, say, between stock cars and and don't get take don't take it wrong, stock cars are not. I'm not saying they're easier to drive, but stock cars yell at you what they're going to do, give you a warning. I'm going to slide, catch me, okay. Indy cars whisper. You know, you got to listen very close, or it'll bite you. And things happen quick. So learning what, how to listen to it, you know, and what it's telling you that it's going to do before it happens, not after it happens. And uh, those are those are some of the main things around this place, and that's part of what takes seat time to, to really get to get it down to the fine part. You know, like qualifying. I'm sure I'm sure he feels he left some on the table qualifying. You know, and, and if he didn't, he did, whether he knows it or not, because you give him another year or two under his belt, and he'd find out. You know what? There was more out there. I just didn't realize it then, because I went through that same stage. You know? After winning here once and two or three years of the center of my belt, I remember thinking, you know, I've kind of got a handle on this now. And then I ran another year and looked back. I didn't know anything. I just thought I did. So I ran another year, same feeling, looked back, hmm, still learning. And then I realized that continues on. It's never, there's always another level. But he's going to do well. And uh, his learning curve will be the race. It'll be dealing with traffic, turbulence, you know, all that. And uh, you'll learn, he'll learn more in this race than he learned in all the practice put together. Because you, you end up getting put into situations that you never would 
you know, in practice. And that's part of, a big part of the learning curve. But he'll be fine. He'll be good. He's good. He's a racer. <laughs> Rick, this is obviously a big race, but to Roger, it seems almost like an international summit or something is so so important. Have you seen him change as far as this race goes over the years? Has it just gained an importance for him as it's going on in the wind? Yeah, it's never, it's never gone the other way. This place is, well, it's our Super Bowl. You know, it is our Super Bowl, and, and Roger just loves this place. And, uh, you know, if there's, if there's any place that ever gets him on the rev limiter, it's here. You know, and, and he's been like that since day one, and I don't see it slowing down any. I mean, if anything, it gets more intense. You know, what I mean, not intense, but just he's a racer himself. You know, he understands. That, you know, it's all about development. How do we improve? You know, we said, and, and that's what was great. You know, driver for Roger, him as a driver. When I came in and said the car is doing this or doing that, he says. You can't drive it like that. We gotta fix it. You know, he understood where I was coming from, and uh, and, he, and that same philosophy basically goes in in the team or business. You know, okay, we had a good month. How do we improve it next month? We had a good corner. How do we improve the corner next time around? You know, it's all about going forward. How do I improve? How do I improve? And and he deals with his companies and business, and you know, same way you, you do with the race car and then he deals with the team the same way okay we ran well but you know you know when the checker flag falls Sunday he says okay what are we doing next weekend you know when the checker flag falls here he says okay how are we, what are we gonna what changes do we need to make for next year you know to make it better can you compare how you felt winning this race as compared to how you felt handing that win, those wins to Roger, is that almost as, as important for you as... Sure, sure, no, it's, I mean, it's very important because he's the one that allowed me to get it for me, you know, by giving me the tools I needed to, you know, to, so it's almost like you feel like you're, you're, you're saying thank you to him for giving me the opportunity and giving me the tools by winning the race, you know. And that's what I said a while ago about qualifying. Qualifying to me was always kind of a, because you can win from any seat in the house here. But first of all, for my ego, I want to be up front. Secondly, qualifying was another race. I want to win that race also. And then there's the 500 mile race. But also qualifying was kind of, you know, if I could set the thing on the pole, you know, pull out all the stops, hang it out on the right rear, hold my breath, do my job, put that thing on the pole and come down pit lane and see the smile on Roger's face, on the team's face, that to me was a thank you for giving me the opportunity, you know. And, and winning this race is, is like that tenfold. Thanks, Rick. Thank you. Got a winner from last year who won his first time out. You got a guy, I mean, certainly people look at Alonzo as a guy who can win it on his first time out. You're working with two guys who won the Indy in their first appearance. If a guy wins it in his first try, does he miss something? I mean, it, 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 do you think it it, changes, it affects him differently if he had to He doesn't. He doesn't well, it, it depends on the individual. Everybody's different. But to me, it would be like, just if I just base it on what... What I did, which I won it the second try, you know, um, it was, they do miss something, but they don't realize That's the way it would be anyway, you know. It's like, oh, great, we won another race, you know. Let's go to the next one. Let's go to Milwaukee. And, and I didn't realize how difficult it was. So that part, I mean, you know it's difficult, 
You know, you know it is. I mean, anybody would, you know, with, with their mind can see how difficult it is to do. Just by the numbers of winners there are and the simple calculation and how many guys have run here, you know. So you know it's difficult, but you don't really realize how difficult until after you've run it a few more years, you know. Then, with me anyway. I can say everybody's different, but I, you know, it's like great one another race, and then you go another year, and you don't win it the next year, and another year and you don't win it. You start looking around there. Wait a minute, there's a lot of guys that have never won this thing, been here a lot of years, and very few of them that have won it have won it more than once. So the odds are getting slim, you know, of winning it again. And that took place with me every every time. You know, after the third one, it's like, you know, there's only been handful of guys have won three times. You know, the odds of winning four is really slim. But I think the first time you, you know, but, it, but again, it depends on the individual. He may not miss the same things I did. You know, may not miss anything. But uh, to me, it was, if you win it that early, you're going to miss something, but I don't think he even realized it. So, Elio probably has a different appreciation for winning that first one now than he did the day after he won that. I would just about put, you know, everybody always thinks your first one's the best one. And and mine was the fourth one. The first one will always have its place, but the fourth one, and for several reasons. One, because it's close to the end of your career, you know you aren't going to have many more chances. Uh, it, it puts a little more importance on it. And then uh, secondly is because it boiled down to a shootout. And we finally got to have a shootout at the end of a race. You know, gear for that every event, but that's the only one that materialized. And those are always the more gratifying win. And I'd, I'd rather do it that way, be more gratifying that way, than a five-lap lead. You know, even if we earned all five laps. But, um, but I, I, I'd almost put money on it if you went and asked Elio if he won it again which one he thinks would be most important. I'd just about guess he'd say the net, net fourth. I think so at that point, probably, yeah. Yeah, because to me, it just got stronger all the time, you know. And part of what I missed was not knowing, I didn't grow up around here, so I didn't understand the history, you know. I didn't live it like a lot of them have. And, uh, so, as you go on down the road, you start realizing, wow, you know, and you start looking around, you get a little older, a little wiser, you're looking at the history of this place and all the, the, the drivers and teams that have come through before you and start learning more about it. it. just And that all just builds on itself, you know, and just gets more and more important. So, besides it being the Super Bowl, then all of that starts adding up, too. Let me ask you a little historical perspective. Head injuries, concussions. And certainly, the world, sports world, pays infinitely more attention right. to them now. Can you kind of give me a feel for how? I mean, I only pulled Will out of the car and he misdiagnosed concussion there last year. Um, but what, how, how, like, how the series deals with how the sport deals with concussions now compared to? To be honest with you, to be honest with you, I don't know. I haven't, you know, I haven't really even followed it around or you know dealt with them. Uh, myself, um, I, I know they, they pay a lot more attention to it than they ever have, obviously. But in the detail, it's what they do, how they do it, and numbers, and you know how many times or what any of that kind of thing. I have no idea what they what they do. But you know, obviously, they they pay a lot more attention to it. But you know, 
but today with the headrest and the type padding we use and the improvement in all of that and the helmets and everything else, you know, it's obviously much, much better than it used to be. Any idea how many time, how many concussions you had over your career? No. No, I've had, I know I've driven 50 miles out in the desert and don't remember to this day in a desert race. You know, I've, I've run my bell a few times, but um, I don't want to know how many times. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember how many times. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Yeah, but no, I, you know, I've run my bell quite a few times. Hey, whatever it is, it is, yeah. you know. I could sit on the couch all day and never move and make sure I never ring my bell. How much fun would that be? No, no it's not living. So. You know, to me, to me, not saying that not all that can be done should be done, but I'm not going to live in a vacuum either. You know, you got a life to live, and and, and this is a dangerous sport, and it always will be. And um, again, don't take it wrong. You never stop trying to make it safer. Never stop trying to make it better. That's what we do. But you know, if you get, if it, 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 you know, that's part of the draw. You know, is somebody sitting up there saying, "Wow, I, I couldn't do that." You know, so that's part of what makes autosports unique. But um, but obviously, we got to keep it making it as safe as we can. Thanks. Huh? You were referencing early in your career, you don't know what you can do with the car. Were you referencing uh, 82 and then no. with 91? With 91, no. were you able to make that pass? No, or? no. It, it, no, I, matter of fact, that, that, that same question came up not long ago because um, there, there were comments made after that. I would, if that happened to me today, with all the information I had at the time, and I had that same information, I'd do exactly the same thing. Okay. That's good to know because there's some I've I've heard that too. That's why I wanted to verify that with you. You know, if because Chacock's cagey and all that, and Young mirrors this and that, and yeah. so that's good to know. It had nothing to do. Now, now after the fact and what I learned, mm-hmm. well, obviously I'd do it different. Twenty twenty science, right? Yeah, Hindsight's twenty twenty. So, you know, but with everything that had happened throughout that day that led to that point, all the information that I had, I'd do exactly the same. Thank you. That's a four-time Indy 500 winner, Rick Mears. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.